So this is our second episode and our second discussion of the book, um, Looking Like the Enemy, chapters 6 through 12. Um, so this week we have been reading chapters like 6 through 10, and it's basically been about how um, her and her family got moved to her first internment camp. And then they relocated to another one, and it's basically just been all about how um, they've been living their daily lives, what activities they've taken up, um, the work that they've put in, stuff like that. Um, Okay, so that was a summary. Um, So the first question I have is, what would be going through your guys' head on on the train on the way to an internment camp? Um, like, especially in this situation, I'd say, like, and more because, like, they don't know where they're going, like, especially since they're the second one already. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think I'd be really confused and scared, um, mm-hmm. but I really wouldn't know what to I think. I agree that, too. I felt, like, really bad. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I agree, too. Like, mm-hmm. ouch. Continue. Go. <laughs> I think he froze. So my computer is freezing, so like, I literally... Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Because on my screen, you guys are all frozen. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to say, um... To add on to that, like, um, especially since they didn't know what they were getting themselves into, and how she didn't think it was going to be as bad as it really was, she thought it was going to be, like, more of an easier life than it actually was. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really sad because they thought it, yeah, like you said, it wasn't going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since they dressed up in like pretty nice clothes to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Um, Squid. Um, how would you guys spend your days in the camp? Like, I know that they were there were different jobs that paid different amounts of money, and there were some activities to do. Um, like, for example, her dad played cards with some other men from the Vashon Island, um, and she hung out with the other girl. So what do you think you guys would do to keep yourselves busy? I would probably write, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'd probably, like, write about the experience or, like, write about, like, the, like my past life I guess oh like keep a journal oh yeah that's really smart yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. I feel like I do what she I would probably about. just like <laughs> okay, I, I would probably first. just go outside and like Jasmine I'll add you in and do like second. sports kind of stuff hang out with my friend more than kind of on the call <laughs> Oh yeah, okay, um, Jocelyn, do you have any input to put in about what you would do? Um, I was gonna say I was gonna do what Annabeth did, because I honestly write, like, what's happening, and then later people will probably find it, and it'll become, like, history, because things change over time, and probably a good way to, um, show what happened to a first person, point of view. Yeah, I totally agree. You guys could hear that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really good input. I totally agree with what you said. I think it's 
doesn't happen every day. So definitely be something you should keep and maybe look back on in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so does someone want to start with what they did for their worksheet? Um, I can start. So my worksheet was a rhetorical analysis worksheet. And like one of the first questions was like, make a, fl- a list of like assumptions that the author seems to be making. And I feel like it makes like a lot of assumptions like, about like how like America would like never accept her as a full American citizen. Like as you can see now, like times have changed and obviously she has been accepted. But like my question would be like, if you guys were in, I say it like two words. Uh, if you guys were in her situation, what assumptions would you guys make about like the situation you'd be in? Um, that's a really good question actually. Um, I think that I would try to look on the bright side, maybe, and continue to tell myself, like, it's not going to last that long, like, we'll get out of here soon. But I think that I'd be lying to myself a little bit, just trying to keep myself happy. But I'd also try to, like, talk to my family a lot and, like, let them know, like, it's okay, like, we're going to get out of here soon, like, there's nothing bad to worry about, you know? Yeah. Um, Jasmine, do you have anything to add on to what Kiana said? Um, I mostly agree with that as well. I mean, I don't really know what else to add on. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay, so does anyone want to go next with their findings? Or do you, um, I have something to add on to what, like, you guys were saying about, like... Okay, yeah. Um, I feel like I would probably, like, think the same way. I try to be positive, but, like... Sometimes, like, if something happens, I'm, like, I be- I become, like, negative, you know? Like, I become angry. I feel like I'd be, like, yeah. I was, like, why would anyone think that I'm I'm supposed to be here? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, I feel like there'd be times where I'd be like that, too. Yeah, where you're, like, out of, like, every, like, why does this happen to me? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Um, I have another question. Um, so in the book um, around chapter, I think seven or eight, they were talking about when they first arrived, the houses that they were living in and they were more like shacks than actual like houses, but they were called apartments. Um, so how do you think you guys would adjust and what would be your first, um, like opinions when you first saw where you would be living if you were in her position? Um, I'd always be like conflicted because compared to the house she lived in these like these apartments obviously aren't the best Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I guess it'd be better than like sharing with the other people but it's still not the best place to live in especially at a time like this I totally agree with that especially because you know like the, um, they all dressed up in like really nice clothes and then they showed up thinking that it wasn't going to be as tough like they but they didn't really know what to expect so this is what they see compared to like their old life so I feel like if that was me I'd probably get like uh, it probably would affect me emotionally you know because like that that would be a really big change so and to add on I feel like the worst part for me would be like how there was like holes in the walls and stuff where like the sand would get through during the dust storms because like the space for me wasn't like wouldn't be a problem but 
like having dust in your house all the time that would like that just sucks like that i wouldn't be able to deal with that Someone want to add on with like their connector or their evidence worksheet? Uh, I can go with um, my evidence worksheet. Okay. So um, I had to check for ethos, logos, and pathos. And um, something that I caught like right off the bat was on page 43 when she said that she said, I, um, anger and fear had gripped my stomach. And that was just, like, right off the bat, like, you know, she was, like, getting really scared because she didn't know what to expect. So, I feel like that'll go under pathos emotion. And, um, I wanted to ask, like, if you guys were in the situation, like, what, um, what did you think? Like, what would you have thought of? Like, what would, what did you guys, what would you guys have expected before going to, like, those internment camps? Well, they didn't really make, like, the camps sound like they were so bad like it kind of just they made it sound like it was just like a like like a quarantine i guess you could say kind of like everyone was separated from everyone else but like so i wouldn't expect it to be so like just bad yeah bad like the conditions of like the buildings and everything i would expect it to be much nicer um, when they were on the um, train they were just like okay like grab your stuff let's go like no questions asked just like follow the orders so they really didn't know what they were getting themselves into which is a really scary situation for anyone I think um, but I think she handled it really well for the circumstances like I mm -hmm. would be freaking out if I were her but I think she stayed strong for her family and she was just really brave mm -hmm. I totally agree with that and um, another piece of evidence I found for um, logos is lot that lot which is logic. Um, I thought like you know the part where um, I think it says page fifty and page fifty one when one of the soldiers was trying to get the teenage girls and they were like um, it says near the bottom of the page that they were like hey why don't you uh, why don't some of your you beautiful girls come three cars back to our car there's plenty of room and we've got some great grub booze and music. And then one of the girls, uh, and how, like, one of the girls giggled and said, hmm, I wonder what that would be like. And then someone else said, was like, it sounds like it could be fun. I'd sure be, it sure would be what we got here. And I feel like she used logic that at that moment because, especially because, like, they didn't know what they were expecting, but at the same time, like, they, these soldiers were there not to protect them because they thought of them as the enemy. And I feel like she used logic because, um, like, that little voice inside of her was saying, Oh, I don't think this is a good idea, you know, and like you can, you know, you never know what's gonna happen, so yeah. Um, yeah, she used really good, um, just like skills, and I feel like she was taught really well 
Um, maybe those other girls didn't know any better, but I kind of feel bad for them because we never really know what happened. But like, I think we can infer that um, they didn't make it out too well. Um, okay, I have one more question. Um, so they mentioned the dust storms a couple of times and how rough they were. Um, do you guys think that um, having dust storms every day would affect your health? Or um, do you think you would just get used to it and like know that, oh, here's a dust storm coming, let's hide? Because I think lots of people got super sick from them and just like really couldn't handle it because they were really strong and powerful. Um, I think like it depends, like some of them could have gone sick, like depending on their age and stuff and how like healthy they were prior to arriving to the camp. But I feel like after a while, a lot of them also got just like accustomed to like hiding once the storms hit the camp. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like when I feel like people were definitely getting affected by the dust, but like I feel like they would just adapt over time, like slowly. Mm-hmm. I agree with I'm that too. I'm sure they'd get used to it, but breathing all that dust, like, often is not good at all. And they barely have any protection. Yeah, definitely. Um, does anyone want to share any more information about their documents? Uh, I can go. Um, uh, you can go ahead, Christian. Okay. Um, so I thought the thesis of, like, the book is like when Mary is finally like figuring out like realizing that like what prejudice and like racism is and how she's kind of a victim of that because like at first she didn't really realize and now she's starting to realize that like she's getting affected like this is her life now um do you guys agree that this is like the thesis thing or like the main point of the book or no um, I agree because, like, in the more recent chapters, we could see her becoming more internally conflicted and she's getting more angry and stuff. So I feel like that is. I agree with that. And this kind of like, this, we can uh, also use evidence from like the first six chapters we read when she was like, um, I'm trying to conflicted about, oh, I was, uh, I thought of myself as American and Japanese, but I felt guilty now that I'm, I'm Japanese. But at the same time, she was confused why, like, so much propaganda was being spread about, um, Japanese people when they were innocent. So, and it, it totally ties in with, like, her whole experience and, um, how she didn't, she didn't live under these good conditions when she was living in the internment camps. Um, yeah, I agree with what all of you said, because I think in the beginning, she was more shocked than she was scared, because um, she didn't really think that she was born in America, and she always thought she was an American citizen, but she never thought it'd be held against her. Um, but then when she got to the camp, she realized how much they were hated, I guess, and um, proven as the enemy. So I think that really just made her angry um, more of the time that they were spending in the internment camps. Mm -hmm. um okay so does anyone else have any questions or like want to add anything from there mm -hmm. oh jason do you want to add some stuff from your document yeah this kind of went with out of this um evidence okay so 
she, the author, made a lot of self-connection to being on a car, like, on a car ride in different situations. And she said that in the 1930s, cars were still a novelty on the island, and getting a ride was a real treat. And they giggled in, together in the uh, backseat, anticipating the ride. And since cars were still new, she thought this was like a nice gesture, and the character feels she's being protect- protected, making connection to good things that's happened to things that are happening now. So I feel like she connects herself. In- Sorry, I got a call. Um, <laughs> I feel like she makes connections to happy memories before she stayed at the camp for a while. And you can see how her behavior changed. So if you guys made any other connections or had anything on, attend on to that. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. I actually never thought about that, how um, some things that she had linked to, like good memories, ended up turning bad because those things were in the camps. That's a really good connection, though. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember that part of the book, and I remember she said something about, like, it felt like freedom, and I feel like that was kind of, like, ironic because of, like, the certain situation she was in. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question on my document. Um, one second, let me go back to it. I just forgot. But, um... Oh, yeah. So, like, you know when she was leaving to go, and, like, I think it was the the sixth, the seventh chapter, and she was leaving to go to the internment camps, and there was a lot of people, like, saying goodbye to her, and, like, even, like, this one popular girl that she didn't know cared, um, like, said goodbye to her, and how she was, like, saying, like, how much the environment was so good in that town. Um, do you guys think this is was different for other people like who lived in less rural areas, like in more bigger cities? Because uh, she did live in an island, and it was a small town where like a lot of people knew each other, and they all like didn't think of um, the Japanese people in that community as like the enemy. So, how do you guys think it was different for other people who didn't live in such a rural community? Um, um, I remember that when um they went they got to seattle i think um there were those three men who started like kind of harassing them like spitting on them and like calling them racial slurs and i think um that they have like the city mentality because they don't know them they don't know them personally they don't know who they are what they do so i think if you're living in the city rather than um in like a small town you're more quickly to judge based on just like what you see on the outside. Um, but none I feel like none of the people in the town were racist towards her because they knew mm-hmm. the family. They knew how great they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's just a lot different. That's a really good point. I agree. Like in the city, I feel like since they don't know, if they didn't know any Japanese people and like all they hear on like the newspaper and stuff is like Japanese people are the enemy, Japanese people are bad. And they, they just assume that, like, Japanese people are bad, so they have nothing else to, like, refer to, I guess you could say. So I feel like if, like, in the small towns, since everyone knows each other and, like, 
actually gets to know the people. They know that they're good people no matter what they look like or where they're from. So I feel like that's the difference between the city and like a small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it'd be more political in the city than out there. Yeah, definitely. Um. Okay, I think we might be done. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have anything um, they want to add from their documents? Um, I had questions. So basically, like. They were like talk my document like talks about like what appeal Salha uses and personally I thought she used like a lot of pathos and ethos because this isn't based off of facts and stuff. This is just her experience. And do you guys think like despite her like biases, do you guys think she's trustworthy still? Uh, I um oh sorry, Anna, you can go. You can go. No, go ahead, really. Uh, I was going to say that I think she's still trustworthy. It's just, um, like, especially because this is from her experience, so it's like a first-hand experience like we were talking about. It's just, um, I feel like if we were to read another story of someone else's account, you know, it's like the same turn of events, but it's like, it's a little different because it's not the same because it's like someone's own experience. So I think she's still trustworthy, but it's just, as I was saying, like, it's different for a lot of the people who experienced it. Um, yeah, um, it is her opinion, so it could be a little biased based on what people think, but, um, so far reading, like, because this is about her and this is her biography, I don't think she'd be the type of person to lie about certain things, I think she's just trying to tell people, like, what it was like inside, I feel like she's not really exaggerating anything horribly, um, she's just, like, stating facts, but, um, of course there's always the possibility of people being biased, but I feel like everyone's biased, so. Yeah, I agree with that, too. She could have also seen things differently. Yeah. Um, okay, so does anyone else have any more questions? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah, me too. Okay. Jocelyn? I'm not good. Okay. Okay, can you guys... um? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.